breaking news and trending talk with Mike and McCarty. Mornings on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel. One zero one seven FM seven ten Kiel Mike and McCarty Wow Aaron what a night unbelievable oh my gosh one thirty <gasps> you know they say now have there been reports of tornadoes I haven't seen reports of tornadoes in the local area there's some damage in Mansfield they got to go out and assess it I mean this is one thirty in the okay. morning they don't right. know is this straight line winds yet or not but you and I are in the city. Where, I mean, it was dark, dark. I heard the freight train. Uh, Unbelievable. I heard for a brief moment, you know, they say, it sounds like a freight train. Mm -hmm. I heard it. We're going to have to check with them and and find out. Coming through in this morning. (laughs) (laughs) My dog was rattling the bed. I'm telling you, she was scared to death. Gary McCoy uh, is in here with us. You're coming from the boonies. You, You know, it's amazing because I thought it was exclusive. To the Houghton area. I had no idea oh. that everyone <laughs> yeah. was in the dark. It looked like a bomb went off. Yes. There are tree limbs, trees. You know, the scary part is, is as I was driving in this morning because, you know, we we get up so early. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the damage was so fresh. Right. That there were power lines across the road that no one had even. Uh-oh. I was going no, to say that. And you don't, and those that are up. Off the road, but they're still across the. You can't see them, <gasps> Gary. I, I was I drive a truck like yeah. you. Yeah, I came through on in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. scraped one oh. top of my truck. One hit, one hit my the antenna of my truck. Well, yes. how are you two here now? If you I hit know. a power line, how are you? You're blessed. <laughs> you're living, you're living the been, right life. But and then there were tree limbs. I had to weave. I mean, yeah. I had to go slow. But imagine coming in from you're you're. I don't want to give your address, but you're in the middle of Houghton, a rural kind yeah, of when, community. When you get to BFE, go two more miles, <laughs> and I'm right there. <laughs> yeah, uh, trees yeah. down all over the roadways. I mean, there are so many places that you know you've got the trees that are down. You've got vehicles that have swerved to miss those trees, right, yeah. and they're in the ditches. You've got individuals out there with chainsaws, oh. tractors, trying to do what they can to help out and you know that's the thing that always impresses me the most is how we all pull together in these times of need you know we have so much division in the world now and yet when you we we come into a situation like this it's like everybody has we're neighbors common ground that's right i wanted to ask you because i strolled through south highlands just to check to see how bad that was and it was dark and i saw a lot of ems crews fire police how much of that did you see uh, emergency folks it was out? it was so funny because i'm sure that even swepco was caught by surprise on this one i was gonna ask was was this expected i had no idea i saw the news last night saying we might see some severe weather but I I was surprised by how many and I, and if you look on that nine you should read your website I wrote about this yesterday morning <laughs> did, did you really? yes. yeah did you see a lot of the fire departments and yes all that and out? I think that what they were doing was they were actually signaling there's a power line or a tree down here because Swepco had yet to get on the scene and can you imagine being the Swepco service crews right now 
where do you start? Oh, I know. Yes. Yeah. I mean, how do you start a triage on this? What's the most important thing? Is it those areas with the the most amount of people, or mm-hmm. is it the areas with the most amount of damage? Right. Hospitals. Yeah. Well, exactly. most of them are on generator. Yeah, yeah. I noticed. I noticed Willis Knighton as I came through. I looked. Yeah. And I'd go. Yep. Okay. Good lights that are there. That was funny too when you mentioned that because driving through um, in the South Highlands area, the uh, it was real quiet yeah. and dark. But you could hear people's generators. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> you can tell. I heard it in my neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. driving across the Cross Lake Bridge this morning, it was like, oh, there's that castle, and they've yeah. got a generator. <laughs> I mean, the only lights on Cross Lake oh. were that big old humongous house over there. But it was crazy as you were. Uh, I was driving west on I two twenty, and got between Airline Drive and Benton Road, and it was so weird because. On the north side of the road, there's no lights. Mm. On the south side of the road, it's, everything's it's, lit up. It's so oh, weird. Oh, they yeah. hate each other this morning. Yeah. <laughs> or they love each other and you're cooking breakfast so, for us. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Snowmageddon. I, I was no power. My next door neighbor had power. Oh, wow. Now, it was frustrating, but it was also a blessing because I did run an extension. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't know, so, but... Yeah, <laughs> from the gar- his garage through my window, and at least it kept my refrigerator going. Yeah. And we're, we're talking to Gary McCoy, Kiss Country. I Thanks for sharing some of your stories because you come in again from the boonies. I wanted, I wanted to ask you, when did you finally feel like, okay, I'm out of the woods? I'm okay. I don't have to clinch the steering wheel anymore. It was when I parked my truck right right over there in the parking lot. Yeah, yeah. I've got to go fix those buttonholes in my seat now. Oh, I'm worried my car's all scratched up because I had to hit some tree limbs. And I'm well, like, oh. Oh, yeah. generally you'll be okay. But I, I'm going to tell you, this is not one of those mornings that you really want to take any chances. And, you know, if you've got a young driver that's going to be heading out for a summer job this morning, oh. might be a good day to say, hey, look. Let let me go with you. Mm-hmm, Little extra time this morning if you're just joining us. Uh, major storm through the area. A lot of damage. A lot of a lot of limbs down. A lot of power lines down. Uh, be very very careful. Give yourself some extra time. And this is the time we got to thank those EMS crews and the Swebco crews because you know what? These are the days when they show us who they are. Any idea how long we'll be in the dark? It depends on when you look. Mine said they were trying to get it on early in the morning. Yeah. But they're going to be working all day. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. I can't imagine the job they've got ahead of them. Mm -hmm. Gary McCoy from Kiss Country. Thanks for coming in this morning. Thank you, guys. I'm glad you made it safe. This was fun. I got to hang out with adults today. (laughs) (laughs) 101.7 FM, 710. One hundred one seven FM, seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty. If you're just uh, just waking up this morning, a lot of damage uh, in the Shreveport, Bossier City area, in the Arklatex. As a matter of fact, I'm looking at the Swepco outage map. Over two hundred twenty-two thousand people currently uh, with no power. Swepco crews are working hard. We've got Michael Corbin, uh, one of the VPs at Swepco, on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline. Good morning, Michael. Good morning. How are y'all this morning? Well, we're Good. grateful that you took time out of your this busy morning to talk with us and give us an update. I have never seen um, your 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 map show two hundred thousand without power. Uh, this it, is it, unbelievable. It's been a long time since it's been a long time since we've seen it that way as well. How do you how do you take care of that? It's it's like how do you eat an elephant, huh? Well, yeah, and you know the big bites 
will be uh, public safety concerns first. I know, um, you know, y'all probably already mentioned um, some of the Shreveport infrastructure where there's problems. The airport has power out. So those those public safety issues we will uh, certainly be addressing. Um, the the challenge we're going to have today is um, is just sorting through the damage and assessing what needs to be done. Uh, then getting getting work assigned to crews and getting uh, replacement uh, equipment out there. We already know without seeing everything that we've lost a number of poles and transformers and a lot of wire. Uh, so this this is going to be the equivalent of, uh, of of hurricane recovery. You calling in crews from out of state now? I mean, I, I obviously you've already done that, huh? Well, we'll be we'll be bringing our crews from uh, further south in the state. And as we get assessments done, then we can bring in uh, we can bring in crews from sister utilities as well. Uh, Michael, talking with Michael Corbin with Swepco, uh, are crews out now? Because I know there's more. They're, they're expecting some more storms uh, by nine o'clock this morning. Are are guys working? Uh, yes, people went out. Our crews went out at uh, daybreak, uh, so they can start assessments. And uh, they can continue their work un- unless lightning comes in the area or winds up over 25, 30 miles an hour again. And they're going to have to uh, shelter in place and- until that threat passes. Michael, uh, alerts that we all get on our in our email or on our phone um, earlier today had an estimated time of, of power being restored. Now it's almost saying undetermined for everybody I've talked to. Uh, what's changing that? Um. A lot of times, if it's a small specific area outage, we um, we have a pretty good, just based on experience time, that we can put, you know, it's going to take 24 hours to restore power. The the storms that went through the past couple weekends, we were, we were pretty good with our uh, estimate there. But this is so widespread and um, involves so much, it's going to involve so much forestry work to remove trees before we can even get to the lines. Uh, I suspect it, we may not have uh, good estimates until much later uh, today, or even into tomorrow morning. And those will be those will be fluid because some of the outages is simply refusing a circuit, and uh, you know a hundred or a thousand people could come back online. Uh, in some instances, pieces of that circuit don't exist anymore, and we've got to rebuild them. I'm looking at your lit. This is unbelievable to me. Outages of 222,000. Your total customers is 543,000. Half yes. of all of Swepco's customers are in the dark today. Um, I don't know it's how you It's going to be a have, long couple of days. Yeah. I mean, are you don't have enough people to take care of this, do you? No. Eventually, they're, they're, if those numbers stay that high, um, we certainly there will be uh, – Folks from other utilities coming in to assist us. Um, a lot of those calls will be made, um, you know, in the next few hours uh, as we get a handle on this and, and what actually has to be done. Um, and it could go anywhere from, you know, uh, 50, 60 crews come in to the need to set up base camps like we did uh, during Hurricane Laura and Hurricane Ida, where you saw a base camp set up at, out at the fairgrounds. Michael, I know you get reports from the National Weather Service. Have there been reports of tornadoes? Was it just, I know we had really high winds. What What did you see? I, 
everything that I have seen so far says this was just straight line wins. And uh, I know as as the leading edge blew through and I was watching, you know, the worst thing to do, I was standing at the window watching it come through. Mm. Um, mm. I, it appeared that the trees were going every direction and water was coming sideways. Uh. And, uh, and the house was creaking a bit. Yeah. Uh. I, I heard the freight train briefly mm-hmm. at about one thirty, yeah. one forty. Uh, yeah. I, I know, uh, first of all, uh, people just need to exercise caution and patience. What, what do you say to, to your customers this morning as they're just waking up? First, from a safety standpoint, never approach a downed wire. Uh, if, you're, if you feel like you need to go out and walk around your property, be very aware of where wires may be. They may be mixed up in tree limbs. Don't try to move tree limbs that have wires in them. Um, that's you know, safety first. Please don't go look look for uh, a Swepco truck or a lineman's mm-hmm. truck. They're out there. They're working in areas where they've been assigned to be, and oftentimes the fault in the uh, circuit is not in front of your house. Um, it it can be you know down the block or a mile away. Uh, although I'm sure there's going to be a lot of damage actually visible, um, you know, as, as people get out and start milling about. And, and, you know, if you, if you have the option of not going to work today and not being out on the street sightseeing, that's going to help because I'm sure there is debris everywhere. And, uh, and the final thing that I like to remind people is, you know, your refrigerator, your freezer, it can go a while without power. You don't, you don't need to go check things every hour because every time you do, you're, you're letting that cold air out. So, um, you know, and, and, our folks are going to be out there. They they have a terrible next few days, uh, a lot of work, a lot of bad conditions. Um, you know, continuing to watch the weather, it's going to be hot. Uh, but at the same time, they're going to work safely and, and they're going to get the job done. Thank you, Michael Corbin. We appreciate your help. All right. Thank you all. Thank you. 1017 FM 710 Keel. Sheriff Steve Prater is going to join us at 640. His folks are out all over the parish helping people where trees are down, there's damage. Uh, we'll catch up with him and find out what's going on. After the break, Mikey McCarthy. One oh one seven FM seven ten Keo Mike and McCarty. If you're just waking up, a lot of storm damage across the Arklatex, over two hundred twenty two thousand people without power. Uh Sheriff Steve Prater is going to join us next, right after the break, uh giving us an update on uh Sheriff's Department activities all across the Arklatex. One oh one seven FM, 710 Keel, Mike and McCarty on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline. Cattle Parish Sheriff Steve Prater. Uh, Sheriff, I'm looking at the 90, uh, the 911 page, 911 page. We've got three pages. I've never seen this before. And CSO call after CSO call. Um, how are you guys coping with this? 
Well, uh, we're taking it by section and by sector is what we call it, and we're getting each, each one cleaned out as we as we go. But we had we had about thirteen people on duty at the time because we're, we're not a large uh, patrol force. We called in fifteen more, so we ended up with twenty eight deputies working uh, through the night. Uh, we we're about to get it. We're about to get a hold of at least get the the uh, highways passable and making sure that people aren't hurting or, or needing uh, any kind of medical support or anything like that. So we're we're getting uh we're getting a good handle on it with the other agencies, the fire the fire districts have helped so much and the uh Caddo Share I mean the Caddo uh, Commission and the public works and and the state and so we're 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 wading through it and climbing out of it. Hardest hit areas, can you determine that at all? Well, below Spring Ridge all the way to Morrinsport, it doesn't seem like it was too far north, um, you know, up in the far, far northern parts of the parish. Uh, but we know around Bethany, Lakeview, Blanchard, Keyfield, it, it just took a swath across there. And as you well know, uh, better than me from talking to the Swipco folks, that there's a lot of people without power. I don't know when that's going to be restored. We had an unusual a couple of houses that that got torn up with trees falling on them. One person had to be transported uh, there in Blanchard. How uh, seriously were they trees. hurt? Do you know? I, I don't think I don't think it's life threatening. Okay, uh, but I'm not sure of that. I, I, but I know that they were transported. Uh, and then we had, I believe, six different people uh, that actually ran into trees. Oh. Which is, uh, you know, that happens sometimes, but doesn't usually happen to that extent. But I, I believe we've worked six different accidents that, uh, that somebody rounded the corner or going down something. Uh, mm-hmm. There weren't any lights and they just actually run into a tree. And that's such a dangerous thing. Um, as you, as you could imagine, I don't have to even say it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. You know that. Well, especially uh, when we there's lose. power lines down mingled within the trees. Right. Right. That's true. But, uh, it's just so. A lot of unusual things. It's it's kind of everybody's good and wet and mm-hmm. uh, working hard. And I'm so proud of the men and women of the Kettle Parish Sheriff's Office. They, they, they do what's necessary. Sheriff, the uh, National Weather Service told me they don't have any confirmed reports of tornadoes right here in our area. This looks like it's just a high wind deal, huh? Right. That's what it looks like to me. And that's what it looked like as, as I was tracking the radar as it came through. Of course, I'm not. I'm not like a meteorologist or something, but it didn't appear to me from any of the warnings, from any of the uh, things that I saw that it was going to be a, a tornado. I think it's just going to be straight line winds. Okay, here's the question a lot of people will ask. They've got trees down all over their property, um, maybe tree down into their house. At what point do your guys help, and at what point did, are they on their own? Well, we we help to get the roadways in public uh, public land, public areas. We try to try to help get cleared out quick as we can. Of course, the deputies, you know, we're not really. Uh, we, most of them have chainsaws. We get out and do what we need to do, but a lot of that's public works to get the roads clear. If it falls on your property or your house, we're going to make sure you're okay. But we don't have the means and, and the resources to go in there and to do all of that cleaning and clearing. Uh, of course, if it's if it's enough to where a disaster could be uh, declared of some sort, we can get some uh, financial help. Uh, we can't use some people ask for inmates to come out and help, and of course that's forbidden unless unless it's an emergency. Mm-hmm. You can't use uh, inmate labor. We can do sandbags because they're on a public area. 
uh, fill in the sandbags, but we can't use them in residences and clearing, you know, trees or anything like that. We haven't had any reports of deaths yet. Um, have you come across injuries, or do you know anything like any figures? The only the only injuries that we're aware of, other than just minor injuries, is the one that was transported off of Paula K. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's the only one that we're aware of. I just talked to my patrol commander again to confirm that, and he said, no, we're very, very fortunate. Uh, it, to our understanding, we're very, very fortunate. Uh, of course, I'm, I'm not speaking for the city of Shreveport. Right, right. Uh, you, you know, I'm letting, I'll let uh, Chief Smith or, or Chief Reese talk about uh, what all they did and responded to. I'm talking about the outside of the city Sheriff was talking talking to Sheriff Steve Prater, Caddo Parish. A lot of people get out and they like to go looky-loo. Um, what is your message today? Now, keep it clean. What is your message to look to looky-loos today? <laughs> just, just let us do our job and stay home and stay in the shade. Uh, if you don't have electricity, it's going to get awfully hot. Don't burn your gas money up trying to, trying to oogle it and everything that went on. Uh, you know, you can you can see a tree down, just you know, you know that's a big deal. You know, mm-hmm. so what? Right. Uh, don't 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 get in the way. Uh, I know it's interesting, and I, I know it's just human nature. We all like to see things like that, but but please just stay home if you don't need to get out right now, and and uh, let let the emergency services and first responders do our do our do our stuff, and uh, clean up around your own place if you get a chance, and you know that sort of thing. Sheriff, the Swepco customers in our region are about 540,000. Their site right now says 220,000 are without power. This ain't your first rodeo. It ain't mine. But I don't think I've ever seen that number that high. What about you? No, I can't remember it being, you know, half the half of us out without power. Um, you know, maybe n- during the, the ice event that we had. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but it, it's... Um, <laughs> That's a lot. I feel sorry they're going to be out there. Uh, hats off to the Swepco crews and all the other crews they may have to bring in because there's a, there's the a lot of work they got to do. And what about your public facilities like your jail and, and emergency facilities? Or do you have generators at all those critical places? Oh, yes. We've got generators, and they're already running and up and running. I checked on that earlier. And uh, everything's up and running. The jail gets to be quite a... It's to be quite a problem, as you can imagine, without electricity there because so many systems run on it. Mm-hmm. So we have a we have a good generator backup, and just pray that nothing happens to those. Sheriff Steve Prater, thanks for your time, sir. You're quite welcome. One hundred one seven FM. One hundred one seven FM, seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty. If you're just uh, getting up this morning, major storm uh, came through the Arklatex, uh last night, early this morning, about one thirty. I swear, I heard the freight train. Ooh. High, high winds. No reports of tornadoes, but a lot of damage. Um, Michael Corbin with Swepco told us earlier. Look, if you don't have to get out, mm-hmm. and, and you know, if you can call in not go to work right. don't get on the streets because there's still uh the number of calls have just overwhelmed our mm-hmm. emergency services we're getting some uh, reports of all panola college locations closed today because of weather related issues 
Um, there are some summer school classes that may be canceled. We're checking on that now. There are no classes in Bossier on Friday. So, But a, a lot of those messages are coming in now. A lot of stuff going wrong. Uh, uh, I got a text from Liz Swain uh, saying, of course, downtown, major signals at Market, Ikato, Market, and Fannin. Uh, downtown are out. Treat them like four-way stops. If mm. you get up to an intersection and the light is flashing red all the way or mm-hmm. out completely, it becomes a four-way stop. Right. If you don't know how a four-way stop works... Stop. Just stop. Again, look. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. The first person that gets there has the right-of-way, but if two cars get there at the same time, the one to your right has the right-of-way. Thank you. That's how that works. And and it's all over town. It's not just downtown. There are lights everywhere around the city, out in the parish, where the lights are completely dark. Some are flashing, but some are completely dark, and you're going to forget it's an intersection. So just slow it down. And like the sheriff mentioned a minute ago, you're going to come upon some trees that you don't realize are out in the roadway Mm -hmm. if you're going too fast. So slow it down and just take it easy if you have to get out. If you don't... Stay the heck home. Yeah. Even uh, Ruben said out in the back here mm-hmm. at the radio station. Oh, yeah. Major limbs. Limbs. Uh, some, a couple of our trees are have a lean to them now that they didn't before. Right. Let me read the message from the uh, the airport folks because they are without power. And I asked if there are any delays at Shreveport Regional Airport for flights today. They said yes. Currently, the terminal building does not have power. Flights are being delayed until later this morning. I asked if, uh, like, noontime flights would be okay. They say they think so. Um, they've never seen the power be out at the airport for very long. And, of course, Swepco folks are working on that now. But, again, flight delays at Shreveport Regional Airport this morning because there is no power at the airport currently. Also, looking at the Swepco outage uh, map, 224,664 customers are without power. So if you've reported your outage, which Swepco recommends you do, if mm-hmm. you haven't downloaded the app, if you have Swepco, it's a great idea. Um, do that. But then, you know, obviously we're just going to have to be patient because uh, crews are out with the sheriff's department, with Swepco, with the police department, mm-hmm. the fire department. Everybody uh, is working to get things kind of back under control. Absolutely. Yes, definitely. Police Chief Wayne Smith uh, is going to join us coming up, I'm thinking, in studio mm-hmm. after the, the lose at the top of the hour. Mike and McCarty. The lose? That, did I say lose? Yeah, didn't he say lose? We don't play lose. Thanks for pointing it out. <laughs> I'm I'm glad my my ineptitude amuses you. (laughs) Let's see if I can say this. 1017 FM. One oh one seven FM seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty. And if you're just waking up this morning, uh, a lot of storm damage. You're a heavy sleeper too. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Huge storm hit about one thirty early this morning, causing uh, over. I'm looking at the Swepco outage map. Two hundred twenty, almost twenty six thousand people without mm. power across Report Bossier. Uh, a lot of damage. A lot of road damage. Caddo Parish Schools has canceled. Uh, today's last day of summer school, and they've also canceled the uh, school feeding program for today. Mm-hmm. Shreveport Police Chief um, uh, Wayne Smith is in studio with us, along with Shreveport Fire Chief Clarence Reese Jr. 
Good morning, sirs. Thank you all so much. I know you've been up all night. We have. And uh, you've been all over town. We have. It's It's been a, a long night, but uh, we're in recovery mode, and we're going to be okay. Uh, Fire Chief uh, Clarence Reese, Jr., uh, had, we haven't gotten reports of injuries or or deaths. We've been real fortunate in that respect. Had, Correct. As of right now, uh, we don't have any deaths. But as people are waking up, they're noticing home, uh, tr- homes with trees on them. So we're going doing checks on those homes. So uh, just, I mean, fingers crossed, stay tuned, and hopefully mm-hmm. not. Is it hard to, to tell us this morning the hardest hit areas? I'm looking, and it's like it's everywhere. Well, it was spread all over town. We've been monitoring it very well, looking at the maps, responding to calls. And uh, uh, no one got escaped, no neighborhood in town. So it's mm-hmm. all everywhere. It, I, I know coming in this morning, you had to drive. Uh, you, we were early like you. No, you, you uh, It's still dark. Yes. And I wasn't expecting the number of limbs and trees in the roads. And uh, we talked with Gary McCoy earlier about power lines. Um, I drove through in a power line like scrape the top of my truck mm, and i was like not not expecting that so please slow down on the streets absolutely slow down be very careful uh look way ahead that that's very important uh don't be narrow mm-hmm. sighted i guess uh, and when you recognize an obstruction sometimes a dangerous a hazard uh go around it don't try to go through it. Right. A lot of a lot of lights, traffic lights are out. And Absolutely. When those lights are out, it becomes a four way stop. Absolutely. And I'm so glad that you bought that up. Uh, and let me encourage everyone: stop when the lights are blinking. Uh, allow the first person to get get that got there before mm-hmm. you to move before you move. And then, because you don't have enough people to go work traffic accidents <laughs> right now, you're not coming to those probably. No, no, not at not at the moment. We're trying to focus on, uh, you know, the most dangerous, which mm-hmm. are the down power lines and trees that are blocking the roadways. Chief Reese, what do you guys do if if I have a tree down on my house? At what point do firefighters, do police officers come out and help intervene if someone's in danger? I guess right. Correct. We're uh, only if someone is in danger, or if you know if it's caused a gas leak uh, and it causes a problem to maybe the neighborhood or neighboring homes, uh, is when we do it. And we're working hand in hand with uh, property, uh, public work, excuse me, on getting a lot of these taken care of. If it's on private property, they're not going to do much of that unless it's a danger to uh, uh, to citizens or to the firefighters on scene or the police officers. I can't imagine being a nine one one dispatcher early this morning. How crazy was must that have been? When I got the call from uh, uh, the dispatch supervisor, uh, it says, Chief, things are wild. <laughs> I say, explain to me what you mean, wild. She said, the calls are running off of the screen. We're getting calls everywhere. How do you prioritize those? How do you say, okay, we're going to mm-hmm. we're gonna go to this one. These are going to – I mean, I'm looking on your 911 screen. It's like zero officers here. How do you say which ones we're going to? Either one of you guys can answer that one. Well, everyone's uh, emergency is an emergency to us. Uh, but when there's an indication uh, that it involves safety, the safety of someone, well, naturally, that would trump something that didn't involve uh, someone's safety. 
Yeah, and we're and we're kind of having to move to a triage nine one one. So our commanders that were on scene this morning uh, that run our shift that's currently on right now, they made a call normally for fire alarms. We send like three or four companies. They're sending one single company to those. Mm-hmm. Uh, our firefighters have been up all morning. Our dispatchers are shorthanded, so all of those calls come in through uh, through the fire department and then are routed. But they, uh, we have our chief of communications right now on the line. Are you able to bring in additional firefighters at all? Did you call in other shifts? Yeah. So the mayor uh, here just a little while ago and the uh, CAO declared this a weather emergency uh thinking about safety encouraging people to stay off the roads but all non-essential personnel are not coming in today so all of our division personnel that work in offices that are sworn firefighters they're going to be uh supplementing our operations and we have done the same thing everyone uh that works outside of a uniform capacity uh got the call this morning to wear your uniform to work Mm -hmm. and be prepared to supplement whatever uh help is needed now, how much of the chainsaw work do police and firefighters do? You know, obviously you're clearing roads, you're do, trying to do as much as you can, but that's not what you, you don't train for that at the academy, how to clear roads, right? Well, we'll do and help with whatever it takes uh, to make matters safe. There's no limit, mm-hmm. whatever it takes. But you're going to have the mayor's, with the mayor's declaration, you're going to have public works crews and all that. They're going to be out helping. Correct. And they've been up, they've been up, uh, this morning also. So they, their crews, Mr. Gary Norman's crews are out, uh, clearing, uh, clearing streets. Uh, there are several streets that we cannot pass down because of those trees down power lines. We have to find, uh, reroute a lot of our calls, uh, how we respond to those calls. Can we keep y'all for another segment? Absolutely. Cool. Police Chief Wayne Smith, Fire Chief Clarence Reese Jr. in studio with Mike and McCarty. One hundred one seven FM, seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty. Uh, massive storm damage throughout the night tonight. Uh, a lot of a lot of streets are closed. Uh, Shreveport Police Chief Wayne Smith is in studio with us, along with Shreveport Fire Chief Clarence Reese Jr. Let me talk to Chief Smith about um, folks that are waking up and they have damage to their homes today. What are some of the things, the steps they need to do to ta- obviously you want to mitigate your damage, but what should folks do today if they're waking up and saying, "Oh my gosh, I got a tree down on my house." First, be safe. Uh, don't put yourself in uh, a dangerous predicament. Uh, if they, you see a wire down across your property, uh, don't approach it. Call the appropriate authorities. Mm-hmm. If you see a tree down, even though the tree may be leaning uh, on something or toward your home or on your home, that does not mean it won't move further. Okay. So don't approach. Put yourself in a dangerous p- uh, predicament. Call the appropriate authorities to come out and assess the damage. And uh, by all means, begin to notify your insurance company. Chief Reese, when is it a nine one one call? When is it? When when do you get a? You look and go, oh, this is a nine one one call. I need help. Uh, actually, during the injury. Uh, so if if someone is cutting those trees and they become injured, and again, we want you to be as safe as possible. Uh, cutting down those limbs, they're unpredictable on which way they're going to swing. Of course, we had a tree rescue just the other day, but we. Uh, uh, with us being spread out throughout the city, uh, makes it a little difficult when it comes time for a lot of these rescue operations, uh, because we are, we've been up all night and we're, uh, we're spread out throughout the city. There may be somebody that's waking up at seven o'clock, their alarm came off. They mm-hmm. have power. 
They mm-hmm. got their coffee this morning. Everything's fine and going. What are you guys? You know, it looks fine to me. Mm-hmm. This is widespread, and, and one of you can address. Um, there are Swepco's power outage map continually updates. It's now over 228,000 people without power. Um, how widespread across this have you guys dealt with? Chief Smith, I'll start with you. It's across our city. Uh, most neighborhoods are affected to some degree. Uh there is some power that's still on uh, throughout our city. There are pockets, yeah. There are pockets, and, you know, obviously they're on different power grids. Uh, but the most important thing is that be safe. Uh, if your power is out, report that to SWEPCO. Uh, if you see a power line down, that line could still be active. Do not approach. Do not touch it. Call the appropriate authorities and make the appropriate notification. Fire Chief Reese, you brought up a point earlier that was a great point about uh, possible gas lines being, you know, being damaged during all this. Correct. And we've this morning we've received several calls on just the smell of uh, of gas. Uh, we want you to make sure that you call us, let us know, report that. We have a list that we are providing uh, to other uh, utility companies that lets them know these are some of the areas. One of the other things we're concerned about right now, and now is the time to be very neighborly. The heat index today is 105 to 110. If mm-hmm. you have power, uh, generator, check with your family. Get them in. Get them inside uh, where there's some air because that becomes a, uh, a that's that's another emergency mm-hmm. that we'll have to deal with today. Also, a problem that y'all could be dealing with today as well. I got a text from a local judge who said folks are real agitated at the few fuel stations with power. People be very careful because you realize a lot of the gas stations in town don't have power, so people are getting where they do find a, li- a line open. They're getting in line and they're getting irritable with each other. We just need to be patient, right? Absolutely. Be patient. Now is the time to be patient. And uh, now is a very good time to realize it's a good idea to keep my tank full of gas because you never know. I don't I don't like to let mine go below three quarters of a tank. I, I top it off regularly. You know, but that's, if, that's very wise. But if you don't need to get out today. Don't do it. Don't do it, correct? That is correct. That is correct. We're urging people to uh, uh, stay in place until we can assess everything and make sure that our area is safe to travel. How are y'all's stations, like all your fire stations, your police station and the jail and all that, how are y'all for power? Has everything got gen- generators on them? Yes. That, that is correct. We all, we all uh, have gener- generator power. Okay. Correct. Same thing for the fire department, generator power. Uh, we do have some trees down, of course, across some of our stations. However, it does not uh, affect our emergency operations. Uh, so we'll be clearing some of those also. How long do you think this is going to take to to get all this mess out of here and get, uh, you know, It's really back too to early to tell. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're still assessing the damage. Obviously, as you said earlier, uh, people are still waking up, finding out that there is damage. So it's really uncertain at this time. But we're going to be putting forth the best effort uh, to get things back to normal as quick as possible. There, this is such an odd, odd situation. There's no reports of tornadoes. Mm-mm. It wasn't a hurricane came through, but these were such high winds that affected the entire city. I mean, the entire area. Bossier City reporting a lot of damage as well. I think Chief Reese didn't he tell us this morning that there were wind speed reported at the airport up to 70 miles per hour yeah, plus. That's what I've if heard. If it was at the airport, you can assume that it was probably similarly all over town that way mm-hmm. how well prepared are you guys the, the firefighters and the police officers this is i mean this is what y'all do but it's not what you do daily you know we train for mm-hmm. the worst of situations so we have contingency plans in place uh 
how to deal with it as best that we can. Correct. And we do exactly the same thing. Uh, and we've been to neighboring agencies and helped them with the same exact thing. I highly encourage, just throw this in there, please use 911 for emergency purposes today. If you need resources, United Way 211 will be your number to call, mm-hmm. uh, if you need, if you need resources, but please reserve 911 for those emergencies. Yeah, don't, yeah. don't, don't do like Aaron being stuck <laughs> under a table and hey. calling 911. And I, I'll give you an example. This uh, happened, it almost yeah. happened. <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll give you an example. Uh, you know, we began, here some time ago to a home storage policy where officers could actually take their patrol units home. Mm -hmm. Those are the first ones that are called in cases like this to report back to duty. We need you and that automobile. Okay. Uh, Also, another resource you can use is the Shreveport Volunteer Network. They will come out and they will help with tree removal, but it's not for able-bodied people. I mean, if you're able to get out there and take care of the work yourself, they're going to go out and help uh, elderly folks and people that can't get to the problem. But they're going to be bogged down today with a lot of work, too. But those folks do an amazing job, and they are already out and about helping, too. Yes, they are. Chief Wayne, uh, Wayne Smith, last minute, either one of you or each of you, uh, what would you say to the people right now, uh, your, your advice to people? Uh, stay in place unless it's just absolutely necessary. Uh, if it's necessary to move around, uh, look way ahead of your driving. Look uh, blocks and blocks ahead. Uh, if you recognize a hazard, go another way. Don't mm-hmm. try to go through it. Go around it. Fire Chief Clarence Reese, you hey, same thing? Exact same message. Mm-hmm. Exact same message. We'll be posting stuff through our uh, social media platform on safety. We've already posted something about power lines and safety around those. Uh, but we don't want you to cause an emergency by being negligent. Please thank your crews for everything y'all do. I, I know you're always out there when the rest of us are staying home and um, waiting for the power to get turned back on. Y'all are out there working. Thank you so mm-hmm. much. Thank, thank you, guys. Y'all. Thank mm-hmm. you. We know you're busy. Appreciate you coming and talking with us this morning. Absolutely. 101.7 F. One oh one seven FM seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty. Massive uh, storm damage across the entire Arklatech. Shreveport Bozier heavily hit. Um we've got Richard Lewelling with the Weather Channel going to give us an update on what we can expect later today and through the weekend coming up just after the break. One- One oh one seven FM seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty and on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline, we've got uh, meteorologist Richard Lewelling with the Weather Channel. Richard, good morning. No reports of tornadoes. Is that correct? Yeah, that's the way things are looking right now. I haven't seen any reports of any uh tornadoes, but we have seen reports of, you know, isolated wind damage across parts of northern Louisiana and uh, southern Arkansas from the overnight event. And it looks like uh, this weather pattern that we've been in here over the last couple of days is more than likely going to continue on through the weekend, the way things are looking right now. We're seeing a basically development in the front range of the Rockies. The storms come across 
uh, Kansas and Oklahoma down into northern Louisiana and then uh, kind of drop into the Mississippi Delta and then move on down toward the Gulf Coast and into Florida. And that's been the storm track all week long as we've seen just wave after wave after wave of storms that have been developing in these same areas and have been tracking down toward the southeast and, you know, really don't see much of a, a break in this pattern like this for at least the next couple of days. We may get a little break here today. Uh, we only have a slight chance of an afternoon shower here today, but it looks like the rain chances try to go back up again tomorrow night and Sunday where we may see a couple of more of these like MCS type events or a mesoscale convective complex that will try to drop through the region, bring us some strong thunderstorms, you know, lots of lightning, gusty winds, maybe some hail, and then the system, as quick as it rolls in, just rolls right on out of here. But it looks like we've got a couple of more opportunities for that as we roll into the latter half of this weekend and then again early next week. Are, are we expecting them to be as severe? They could be. I mean, you know, that's the thing about the storms last night that we saw further up the line in Oklahoma. I mean, we, the uh, the weather service offices and the storm prediction center was talking about the potential for hail three inches in diameter and 90 mile per hour winds in some of those thunderstorms we saw last night. And with this heat that we're starting to see build across parts of Texas and the mid south, you know, that's basically it's got all the fuel it needs to keep these storms going. So, you know, these storms could be pretty intense again as we uh, roll on through the next couple of days. I think uh, we have the potential for some severe weather on Father's Day and then again uh, probably Monday night into Tuesday with another event coming in then. So, you know, it looks like this active weather pattern is not showing signs of any breaking down anytime soon. We got reports from the uh, the airport. Winds up to 70 to 80 miles an hour. Is What, what have you seen? Um, I haven't seen any reports out of the airport about that, but that sounds in line with a lot of the reports that we have seen from, you know, the, from those storms that rolled through last night, uh, a lot of 70 and 80, you know, the stronger wind gusts that we've seen. We've seen even some wind gusts of over 100 miles per hour up in southern Oklahoma from the storms last night. So, you know, not saying that's not out of the realm of possibility, but that is definitely uh, uh, likely with the storms that we saw roll through last night, you know, with, combined with some of the damage reports that we have seen uh, across the area in the last 12 hours or so. Richard Llewellyn with the Weather Channel. We've got in Shreveport, Bossier, the Arklatex region, 228,000 folks without power. Um, when we're saying it's not a, it's not a tornado, it's the high winds that knocked trees down or limbs down. So that's obviously strong winds all across the region, correct? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's definitely one of the things that you get with these, these uh, thunderstorm complexes. You'll basically see like a bow echo that tries to develop on the radar and it basically is just this wall of wind that basically just rides in ahead of the thunderstorm complex so even before the storms actually start to roll in you'll get that wind energy that'll come out ahead of the thunderstorms and it will just drop and it will basically just take out all the trees all the power lines it'll just do everything and just knock everything out all at once and that's kind of what we've been dealing with well, those power outage numbers that you're reporting, I mean, that basically tells me these are huge, long-lasting straight-line wind events that we've and, seen across the area. And that's what I add. There's a lot of people today that have a lot of cleaning up to do, and so they're hearing you say another wave is coming. How much time do they have today 
to get the cleanup done before they're going to get another drenching. Or if they've got a hole in their roof, they better put some plastic on it. Well, right now we are seeing a couple of storms already up in eastern Oklahoma right now. I'm going to basically put my uh, um, uh, long-range modeling in place just to kind of get an idea of what we're going to look at here over the next couple of hours. You know, right now the storms that we had roll through last night are in Mississippi and are moving on over toward the Gulf Coast now. What we're going to see later today is basically new storms that try to develop in southeastern Oklahoma. They try to come down in here probably, uh, let's see, 7, 8 o'clock tonight with another round of possible strong storms that could roll through. I don't think they will be as intense or as long-lasting as the events. These will be more scattered in nature as we look at the event coming in here later this evening. I think we have the bigger concern coming up tomorrow night into Sunday. But for folks working out, it's going to be hot today. We've got that heat advisory in place. Heat index values are going to be up around 105 this afternoon. So it's going to be miserably hot. And with a lot of folks without power, no air conditioning. Mm. So, you know, you got to take frequent breaks and try to get into someplace cool. Uh, not really seeing much in the way of any relief from this heat. Of course, we're five days away from the first day of summer, so you know, no surprise there. The heat is here to stay. Let me ask you a, a stupid question. We've got sustained winds, 70 to 80 miles an hour across during the night. Hurricane winds are, what, 74 miles an hour and above? Mm-hmm. So, yes. I mean, this wouldn't be called a hurricane, but what would you call a sustained winds like this? What would this storm be called? Well, basically, I mean, these are basically, I mean, if you have long duration for, you know, hundreds of miles, uh, it could be classified as a derecho uh, if if the damage is basically, you know, goes longer than 250 miles. So far, haven't seen anything that basically makes me believe it's a derecho yet, but that's still a possibility if we get more damage reports and more wind damage reports further down the line in the Mississippi, you know, and back further up the line into Oklahoma, you know, so we'll be looking at that. The Weather Service will make that determination later today if they will actually classify this as a derecho or not. Um, you know, right now it's just basically strong straight line winds that we're just dealing with with, a thunder, with these with these thunderstorm complexes. You could compare them to a hurricane with the winds, mm-hmm. you know, sustained for that period of time, you know, you know, especially you know, long lasting. I mean, if they were the winds were long lasting, you know, you know, the, you, it would definitely feel like a hurricane in some instances. But right now, it looks like the main I mean the main thing is just straight line winds at this point. Richard Llewellyn with the Weather Channel. Thanks for your time. Thanks, guys. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Richard. One hundred one seven FM. One oh one seven FM seven ten Keel Mike and McCarty and uh boy thank you for your patience this morning. Mm. Uh two hundred close Aaron, close to two hundred thirty thousand people uh across Swept Coast coverage area out of power right now. We're gonna I check just, in with uh Michael Corbin after eight o'clock and, and uh get an update on you know how many, what you can do, all that kind of thing. I just checked with my mom, making sure she was okay. Good. No storm no no trees through the house kind of thing okay. i think i would have heard from her yeah uh, but she said neighbors are out 
Mm. Uh, she says her neighbor has, you know, his sons and they're out cleaning up limbs in, in neighbor's yards oh, all gosh. across the street. And so we, we do have a list of closings to get to real quickly. Let me run through this real quick. Uh, the Caddo School summer school today was to be the last day of summer school. They have canceled those classes and the summer feeding program has been canceled for today and all their summer camps. Panola College, all locations have canceled classes today. Uh, all Shreve Memorial Library branches are closed today as well. Uh, the airport at the airport, let me read, let me find that text. I got a text from the folks at the airport. Flights, morning flights have been um, delayed. The terminal building at the airport does not have power. Flights are being delayed until later in the morning. So they're working on getting that power restored. And that was a priority according to SWIPCO. So they'll, hopefully they'll have the airport power back on shortly if it's not already. And let me reiterate, if you come up onto an intersection, if you're driving, first of all, um, as, as Michael Corbin said, and we'll talk to him coming up after the news, if you don't have to go to work, if you can call in, mm-hmm. don't get on the streets. Right. Uh, a lot of, there are calls that the Shreveport Police, the Cattle Parish Sheriff's Department, the Fire Department uh, can't even get to yet mm-hmm. because they've just been overwhelmed. Yes. Don't get on this street. If you are on this street... Uh, and you come up to an intersection where the traffic lights are not functioning, it becomes a four-way stop. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean you don't have to stop. No light. I can go right through right, it. No, right. it's a four-way stop. Uh, the first person that gets there has the right of way. Mm-hmm. If two cars arrive at the same time, the car on the right has the right of way. Yes. That's how a four-way stop works. Mm-hmm. I think 98% of people don't understand no clue. how it works. Let me mention, too, something that is really concerning to me, and it just hit me after talking to Richard. With our heat index climbing over 105 today, Mm -hmm. and we have 200,000 people with no power, it is going to be hot. Mm -hmm. When we get to noon and the sun starts blazing and it's starting to get hot, so people need to really take precautions. You know, start hydrating now. Be sure that you're, you know, you're, don't get outdoors. Don't go running around. Um, be sure that you're taking extra care this morning um, because it's going to be a hot day. And we are going to have the mayor joining us after 8 o'clock as well. So we're going to squeeze Mayor Tom Arsenault in because this is a busy day and he has declared an emergency in the community yes. so that all firefighters, all police officers are in on duty, that everybody that's on duty is coming in to help. So uh, we will schedule the mayor coming up in the 8 o'clock hour as well. I've never seen the 911 page be more than one page we were up to three full pages a lot of them road hazards a lot of them in the parish a lot of cso calls uh a lot of shreveport police department calls fire department uh a lot of road hazards a lot of medical emergencies Mm -hmm. keep in mind these guys and gals are trying to do their jobs yes and they don't they don't want to have to fight Mm looky-loos going to see oh i want to see trees down yeah no just don't watch the news it'll be on the news is my auntie Fran's house okay you, you know you don't need to do that right now do do everything you can to protect yourself and stay safe but again prepare for if you don't have power all day today and that heat index is up to 105 or 110 
are you prepared for that? Are you hydrated? Are you in a place where you can cool off? Do you have, you know, um, plenty of water available? So make sure you take care of that. And, and make sure your, your your pets have water. You bet. Fresh water available, too, because mm-hmm. it gets hot for them. Absolutely. Mayor Tom Arsenault is coming up at 810, I believe, this morning is when he will join us. And we'll also talk with the folks at SWEPCO. Sheriff Steve Prater also coming up in the 8 o'clock hour as well. Mikey McCarty, 101. One hundred one seven FM seven ten Keel. Also a free download with the Keel News app from Office Furniture Source. Mike and McCarty, and on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline, uh, Shreveport Mayor Tom Arsenault. Tom, good morning. I know you're so busy this morning. Thank you for taking time to talk with us. It's my pleasure. Thank you very much, and I want to thank uh, thank you all for the service you've been rendering this morning, keeping people. Uh, updated and advised on uh, appropriate action and inaction to take in the, in the aftermath of this storm. Well, thank you thank so you. much. You've declared a weather emergency. Uh, we've got almost 230,000 people with without power. Um, how? What's what's the city's plan at this point? Well, uh, all the all the department heads are vested with discretion to determine who should report to work and who should not. We've got public works crews. I know you've already talked to the fire chief and the police chief. They are uh, they are operating with as many people as they can uh, can uh, get together uh, so that public safety is not affected. Uh, water and sewer people are, are are online to make sure the water system and the sewer system operates correctly and if they're um, I'm not aware of any power outages to our system specifically, so that's a, that's good news. Um, and uh, then the public works people will be out so that um, it may be days before they pick up all the limbs and that kind of thing that people put out on the street. But I'm sure that there will be a lot of those, and we'll be planning to pick that up. Mayor Tom, can you kind of take me inside baseball? One thirty in the morning when this is all coming through, what happens with the mayor? Does who calls you? How are you alerted? And and what happens at that point? I got a call from I got a call from the CAO <clears throat> to uh, a little bit later a little bit later than I actually slept through most of it, and uh, uh, so he brought me up to date, and we immediately decided that we did not need people trying to get in with as many people with power outages. Uh, and with trees across roads and it just, it was obviously going to be a dangerous situation. So we did not need to add to it. So, uh, we made a quick decision. Uh, I guess I made a quick decision that this was the appropriate thing to do. And, uh, that freed up, that freed up some people for fire and police and, and, uh, many, much praise to our public works people. They, we complain about them all the time, but in a situation like this, they are so valuable. And they work so hard to get, uh, to get things taken care of. So, uh, that's, that's basically what it is. The rest of the time I'm monitoring, uh, to see what, what may need to be done and what decisions need to be made. I just need to be kept available as the, as the rank and file people are saying, this is what we need to do. And, mm-hmm. oh, this is what we're recommending. And I have to make those decisions. Mayor, we're talking with Mayor Tom Arsenault. I wasn't expecting this. Were were you guys caught off guard by by the severity of this storm? 
I think all of us were a little bit uh, a little bit surprised by the severity. I'm I'm very fortunate. I have power this morning. Uh, I do have a lot of limbs down, uh, particularly in my backyard that I've got to clean up. Um, and so, and I've I've seen uh, signs down that uh, I have I have a facility in my backyard that has a portable top, but it's pretty heavy. It was blown off, so we obviously got a lot of wind last night. I'm, uh, very, I feel very fortunate in my personal circumstance, but I'm sure that there are lots of people out there who are less fortunate, and we've trying to get our personnel out there to help as quickly as possible. Mayor, and I know I know you're gathering the information now, and it's it's early, but do we have an idea if there are dozens of homes damaged or hundreds? I don't have any idea about that uh, currently, and I have haven't. Uh, had a briefing since uh, since I talked to Tom this morning uh, to determine you know what what was out and and where it's out. Uh, I'm planning to get get out on the road and kind of survey it later on in the day. One other thing, I'm a little worried about. It hit me when uh, Richard Llewellyn from the Weather Channel told me we're going to have a heat index today of 105, approaching 110, with thousands of your residents without power today. Are you doing something to set up some cooling stations at some of the SPAR facilities or other places where there is power? I know that's an issue. Who has power and who doesn't, right? Well, it does, and, and uh, we're, we are coordinating with SWEPCO to determine what that is and how we would go about it. I know that the uh, CAO has been in touch with both the SPAR director and the community development director <clears throat> to make some plans in the event that this power outage lasts. Uh, for for days uh, as it as it possibly could when you have two hundred thirty one thousand people not people but customers mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. that's households uh, that's a, an awful lot of people without power you could easily double that um, and to determine the people that are affected and that means that we need to be uh, be being prepared to to welcome people. Yeah, it's gone to 232 now. Mm. 232,000 customers. Just got a text, too. Um, I was checking on the airport to see if they've gotten it back up, and the answer was no. And so they were delaying all flights. I know SWEPCO right. told me that was a priority. Um, do you have any estimation from them about when they'll get the airport back on? And are there other critical facilities like that that are still in the dark? I'm not aware of any other critical facilities. That does not mean that they're not and they're not some, but I, I, I think I would know if, for example, Lucas Wastewater Treatment Plant or mm-hmm. the water plant uh, were uh, were out of power or unable to operate on generated power. And I don't think that I don't think I have received. I know I haven't received word uh, that either of those things are true. Mayor Tom Arsenault, thanks for all you're doing and your staff. Please send them our uh, concern and thanks as well. Uh, we have a we have a great staff of people, and they're working very hard to get get us through this as quickly and as efficiently as possible. Thank you, Mayor. We appreciate it. Hope uh, hope you have a good weekend. Sure enough. One zero one seven FM. One zero one seven FM, seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty. If you're just uh, just waking up this morning, a lot of damage uh, in the Shreveport, Bossier City area, in the Arklatex. As a matter of fact, I'm looking at the Swepco outage map. 
over 222,000 people currently uh, with no power. Swepco crews are working hard. We've got Michael Corbin, uh, one of the VPs at Swepco, on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline. Good morning, Michael. Good morning. How are y'all this morning? Well, we're Good. grateful that you took time out of your this busy morning to talk with us and give us an update. I have never seen um, your 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 map show two hundred thousand without power. Uh, this it, is it, unbelievable. It's been a long time since it's been a long time since we've seen it that way as well. How do you how do you take care of that? It's it's like how do you eat an elephant, huh? Well, yeah, and you know the big bites will be uh, public safety concerns first. I know. Um, you know, y'all probably already mentioned um, some of the Shreveport infrastructure where there's problems. The airport has power out. So those those public safety issues we will uh, certainly be addressing. Um, the the challenge we're going to have today is um, is just sorting through the damage and assessing what needs to be done. Uh, then getting getting work assigned to crews and getting uh, replacement uh, equipment out there. We already know without seeing everything that we've lost a number of poles and transformers and a lot of wire. Uh, so this this is going to be the equivalent of, uh, of of hurricane recovery. You calling in crews from out of state now? I mean, I, I obviously you've already done that, huh? Well, we'll be we'll be bringing our crews from uh, further south in the state, and as we get assessments done, then we can bring in uh, we can bring in crews from sister utilities as well. Uh, Michael, talking with Michael Corbin with Swepco, uh, are crews out now? Because I know there's more, they're, they're expecting some more storms uh, by 9 o'clock this morning. Are, are guys working? Uh, yes. W- people went out, our crews went out at uh, daybreak uh, so they can start assessments and uh, they can continue their work un- unless lightning comes in the area or winds up over 25, 30 miles an hour again. And they're going to have to uh, shelter in place and, until that threat passes. Michael, uh, alerts that we all get on our in our email or on our phone um, earlier today had an estimated time of, of power being restored. Now it's almost saying undetermined for everybody I've talked to. Uh, what's changing that? Um, a lot of times if it's a small specific area outage, we um, we have a pretty good, just based on experience time, that we can put it you know, it's going to take 24 hours to restore power. The, the storms that went through the past couple weekends, we were we were pretty good with our uh, estimate there. But this is so widespread and um, involves so much. It's going to involve so much forestry work to remove trees before we can even get to the lines. Uh, I suspect it, we may not have uh, good estimates until much later uh, today or even into tomorrow morning. And those will be those will be fluid because some of the outages is simply refusing a circuit and, uh, you know, a hundred or a thousand people could come back online. Uh, in some instances, pieces of that circuit don't exist anymore and we've got to rebuild them. I'm looking at your lit. This is unbelievable to me. Outages of 222,000. Your total customers is 543,000. Half yes. of all of SWEPCO's customers are in the dark today. Um, I don't know it's how you... It's be a long ha- couple of days. Yeah. I mean, are you don't have enough people to take care of this, do you? No. Eventually, there, there, if those numbers stay that high, um, we certainly there will be uh, 
folks from other utilities coming in to assist us. Um, a lot of those calls will be made, um, you know, in the next few hours uh, as we get a handle on this and, and what actually has to be done. Um, and it could go anywhere from, you know, uh, 50, 60 crews come in to the need to set up base camps like we did uh, during Hurricane Laura and Hurricane Ida, where you saw a base camp set up at, out at the fairgrounds. Michael, I know you get reports from the National Weather Service. Have there been reports of tornadoes? Was it just, I know we had really high winds. What What did you see? I, everything that I have seen so far says this was just straight line winds. And uh, I know as, as the leading edge blew through and I was watching, you know, the worst thing to do, I was standing at the window watching it come through. Mm. Um, mm. I, it appeared that the trees were going every direction and water was coming sideways oh. and, uh, and the house was creaking a bit. Yeah. Oh. I, I heard the freight train briefly mm-hmm. at about one thirty, yeah. one forty. Uh, I I know, uh, first of all, uh, people just need to exercise caution and patience. What what do you say to to your customers this morning as they're just waking up? First, from a safety standpoint, never approach a downed wire. Uh, If if you feel like you need to go out and walk around your property, be very aware of where wires may be. They may be mixed up in tree limbs. Don't try to move tree limbs that have wires in them. Um, That's, you know, safety first. Please don't go look look for uh, a Swepco truck or a lineman's mm-hmm. truck. They're out there. They're working in areas where they've been assigned to be, and oft- oftentimes the fault in the uh, circuit is not in front of your house. Um, it it can be you know down the block or a mile away. Uh, although I'm sure there's going to be a lot of damage actually visible, um, you know, as, as people get out and start milling about. And, and, you know, if you, if you have the option of not going to work today and not being out on the street sightseeing, that's going to help because I'm sure there is debris everywhere. And, uh, and the final thing that I like to remind people is, you know, your refrigerator, your freezer, it can go a while without power. You don't, you don't need to go check things every hour because every time you do, you're, you're letting that cold air out. And, mm-hmm. and our folks are going to be out there. They, they have a, Terrible next few days, uh, a lot of work, a lot of bad conditions, um, you know, continuing to watch the weather. It's going to be hot, uh, but at the same time, they're going to work safely and, and they're going to get the job done. One oh one seven FM seven ten Keel Mike and McCarty just in front of uh, Sheriff Steve Prater going to be joining us. Uh, you probably already know that uh, summer school today was the, supposed to be the last day that's been canceled. The Caddo Parish uh, school feeding program has also been canceled mm-hmm. for today. There are some things that are open. Mm-hmm. There are have, a few. Yeah, don't have the, the don't have that in front of me. But Panola College campuses are closed today. The libraries are closed. Also, the the flights at the airport have been delayed. They just told me moments ago that they still don't have the power restored. But Swepco, as you heard Michael Corbin say, that's a priority to get the airport back on so they can get those flights moving. But right now, 
All the morning flights have been delayed until they can get the juice restored up there. So keep that in mind as well. Now, for Bossier School, they don't have summer school on Fridays, so it's not an issue for Bossier Parish. Looking at the uh, outage map from SWEPCO, 233,400 71 customers mm. uh, without power this morning. Swepco obviously has crews out. They are they're they're aware of the situation. They're working on it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Richard Dwelling from the Weather Channel told us that there's more stuff coming this weekend. Right, right. So if you've got to get stuff cleaned up, do it today. You've got a few hours of sunshine today, but after that, more rain's coming tonight. Sheriff Steve Prater joins us on the Newsmaker Hotline, Jack Spring Electric, with Mike and McCarty. 1017 FM. One oh one seven FM seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline. Cataparry Sheriff Steve Prater. Sheriff, I'm looking at the nine one one page. We've got three pages. I've never seen this before and CSO call after CSO call. Um, how are you guys coping with this? Well, uh we're taking it by section and by sector. Is what we call it, and we're getting each, each one cleaned out as we as we go. But we had we had about thirteen people on duty at the time because we're, we're not a large uh, patrol force. We called in fifteen more, so we ended up with twenty eight deputies working uh, through the night. Uh, we we're about to get it. We're about to get a hold of at least get the the uh, highways passable and making sure that people aren't hurting or, or needing uh, any kind of medical support or anything like that. So we're we're getting uh we're getting a good handle on it with the other agencies, the fire the fire districts have helped so much and the uh Caddo Share I mean the Caddo uh, Commission and the public works and and the state and so we're 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 wading through it and climbing out of it. Hardest hit areas, can you determine that at all? Well, below Spring Ridge all the way to Morrinsport, it doesn't seem like it was too far north, um, you know, up in the far, far northern parts of the parish. Uh, but we know around Bethany, Lakeview, Blanchard, Keyfield, it, it just took a swath across there. And as you well know, uh, better than me from talking to the Swepco folks, that there's a lot of people without power. I don't know when that's going to be restored. We had an unusual uh, a couple of houses that that got torn up with trees falling on them. One person had to be transported uh, there in Blanchard. How uh, seriously were they trees. hurt? Do you know? I, I don't think I don't think it's life threatening. Okay, uh, but I'm not sure of that. I, I, but I know that they were transported. Uh, and then we had, I believe, six different people uh, that actually ran into trees. Uh which is, uh, you know, that happens sometimes, but it doesn't usually happen to that extent. But uh, I believe we've worked six different accidents that, uh, that somebody rounded the corner or going down something. Uh, mm-hmm. There weren't any lights, and they just actually run into a tree. And that's such a dangerous thing, um, as you as you could imagine. I don't have to even say it's dangerous mm-hmm. to know that. Well, especially uh, when we there's lose... power lines down mingled within the trees. Right, right. That's true. But uh, it's just so... A lot of unusual things. It's it's kind of everybody's good and wet and uh, working hard. And I'm so proud of the men and women of the Cattle Pair Sheriff's Office. They, they, they do what's necessary. Sheriff, the uh, National Weather Service told me they don't have any confirmed reports of tornadoes right here in our area. This looks like it's just a high wind deal, huh? Right. That's what it looks like to me, and that's what it looked like as, 
is I was tracking the radar as it came through. Of course, I'm not, I'm not like a meteorologist or something, but it didn't appear to me from any of the warnings, from any of the uh, things that I saw that it was going to be a, a tornado. I think it's just going to be straight line wind. Okay, here's the question a lot of people will ask. They've got trees down all over their property, um, maybe tree down into their house. At what point do your guys help, and at what point did, are they on their own? Well, we, we help to get the roadways in public, uh, public land, public areas. We try to, try to help get cleared out quick as we can. Of course, the deputies, you know, we're not really, uh, we, most of them have chainsaws. We get out and do what we need to do, but a lot of that's public works to get the roads clear. If it falls on your property or your house, we're going to make sure you're okay, but we don't have the means and, and the resources to go in there and to do all of that cleaning and clearing. Uh, of course, if it's if it's enough to where a disaster could be uh, declared of some sort, we can get some uh, financial help. Uh, we can't use some people ask for inmates to come out and help, and of course that's forbidden unless unless it's an emergency. Mm-hmm. You can't use uh, inmate labor. We can do sandbags because they're on a public area uh, filling the sandbags, but we can't use them in residences and clearing you know trees or anything like that. We haven't had any reports of deaths yet. Um, have you come across injuries, or do you know anything like any figures? The only the only injuries that we're aware of, other than just minor injuries, is the one that was transported off of Paula K. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's the only one that we're aware of. I just talked to my patrol commander again to confirm that, and he said, no, we're very, very fortunate. Uh, it, to our understanding, we're very, very fortunate. Uh, of course, I'm, I'm not speaking for the city of Shreveport. Right, right. Uh, you, you know, I'm letting I'll let uh, Chief Smith or or Chief Reese talk about uh, what all they did and responded to. I'm talking about the uh, outside of the city of Shreveport. Sheriff was talking talking to Sheriff Steve Prater, Caddo Parish. A lot of people get out and they like to go looky loo. Um, what is your message today? Now keep it clean. What is your message to look to looky loos today? <laughs> Just, just let us do our job and stay home and stay in the shade. Uh, if you don't have electricity, it's going to get awfully hot. Don't burn your gas money up trying to, trying to oogle it at everything that went on. Uh, you know, you can, you can see a tree down, just, you know, that's a big deal. You know, mm-hmm. so what? Right. Uh, don't, 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 don't get in the way. Um, I know it's interesting and I, I know it's just human nature. We all like to see things like that, but, but please just stay home if you don't need to get out right now and, and uh, let let the emergency services and first responders do our do our do our stuff, and uh, clean up around your own place if you get a chance, and you know that sort of thing. Sheriff, the Swepco customers in our region are about five hundred and forty thousand. Their site right now says two hundred and twenty thousand are without power. This ain't your first rodeo; it ain't mine. But I don't think I've ever seen that number that high. What about you? No, I can't remember it being, you know, half the half of us out without power. Um, you know, maybe n- during the, the ice event that we had, mm-hmm. uh, but but it, it's um, <laughs> that's a lot. I feel sorry they're going to be out there. Uh, hats off to the Swepco crews and all the other crews they may have to bring in because there's a, there's the a lot of work they got to do. And what about your public facilities, like your jail and and emergency facilities? Or do you have generators at all those critical places? Oh yes, we've got generators, and they're already running and up and running. I checked on that earlier. You know, everything's up and running. The jail gets to be quite a 
gets to be quite a problem, as you can imagine, without electricity there because so many systems run on it. Mm-hmm. So we have a we have a good generator backup and just pray that nothing happens to those. Seven FM, seven ten Keel. Mike and McCarty. Is it Friday yet? It is. Happy Father's Day to you, by the way. Well, thank you. You're, you're a daddy. You too, Reuben. Happy Father's Day to you. Well, thank you. It's going to be Sunday, and I hope y'all have some great times. Just to re- dads, just want to chill, right? <laughs> Absolutely. That's mm-hmm. my main goal. Don't want to be working a chainsaw. Getting trees off houses. I I haven't no. looked in my backyard. We've got a huge oh, no. pecan tree in the back. I've got well pecan trees all around us. Yeah. Um. Uh. But I didn't notice anything in you know off the top as I was leaving this mm-hmm. morning. Uh, obviously, it was still dark. Right. Uh, if you have something down, like especially a pecan tree or a hickory tree, um, can you do me a favor? You want me to cut it up for yeah, you? Yeah, can you cut it? it up into ni- yeah. nice little pieces, like about this big, uh, yeah. and they, save it for me? Uh, how did I know you were going to say that? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> no? Actually, People... if I have to cut it up, you're more than welcome to come get it. Uh, uh, well. <laughs> you want me to deliver it? <laughs> joking. I'm joking. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, you'll load it in my trunk, right? Yeah, of Okay, course. okay good, yeah. yeah. I, the firewood people today are going, oh, this is going to be a good day. But, you know, it's funny. Uh, Chief Smith, when he was here, he said he tells people all the time, you know, I've got these big, you know, trees that, that you know, I'll chop them up into big hunks. Come on, get them. You can use my splitter and split them. He goes, nobody wants to come over and do that. They all want me to split them for them. <laughs> and deliver them. Yeah, and, and deliver then not charge. <laughs> not not yeah. charge. Yeah, free wood. There's going to be a lot of wood today, a lot of cleaning up. The sound you're going to hear today is a the chainsaw sound. You're going to hear that a lot. Well, today. her generators. Oh, all, all you the bet. Early morning hours mm-hmm. uh, could hear the generators, and um, yeah, a lot of just you know, be patient, mm-hmm. be patient. We know uh, it's it's an inconvenience right. if if you're just out of power. Consider yourself blessed. There are those that are trying to cut trees out of their homes. Mm-hmm. Um, fortunately, we haven't had reports of really any any injuries. Um, nothing serious. You're nothing absolutely serious. right. Seventy to eighty mile an hour winds. Unreal. Now Scary. don't go don't go in and out of your fridge. Keep it closed yeah. for about a day. You might be able to save things. Um, if it goes beyond that, then you're going to probably have to throw things out. But if you go in and out of it. You're going to end up losing stuff. Right. You're going to let yeah. that cold air out. Mm-hmm. The, Absolutely. The more you open that fridge and freezer. Mm-hmm. So. If it gets really, really hot and we have these power outages continuing, um, people are going to be looking and scrambling for places where they can go. So the city is working on setting up some cooling centers and all that. Um, but just hydrate. That's the key right now as we're getting, you know, as we're getting started and getting ready to deal with it. Cause I just checked my power. It's out. And uh, so I'm going to go find somebody's house to sneak in and take a nap at. Yeah. Who's got air. <laughs> Be careful if you do have to get out. Uh, officials have asked not to get out if you don't have to. Mm-hmm. Certainly don't go out just trying to looking around. Right. Especially when there's Swepco trucks and fire department personnel and police and, and sheriff's department 
trying to do their job, mm-hmm. stay out of the way. You bet. Uh, a lot of power lines are down. A lot of uh, traffic control lights are out. Mm-hmm. That Don't forget that becomes a four-way stop. Uh, don't just blow through the intersection because right. there's no light. Uh, legally, it becomes a four-way stop. Hopefully, you know how those work. Mm-hmm. So, more uh, Richard Llewellyn from the Weather Channel told us earlier this morning, more stuff it could possibly be coming throughout the weekend. Yes. So, we could see some more, hopefully, not as severe. Right. But uh, there's more on the way. Yes. Just wishing you a happy Father's Day. I'm sure you'll be in touch with your youngsters. Thank and, you. And just kind of relaxing. That's what Dad wants to do. So get all your get we'll be all watching your watching the uh, F1 race. Oh yeah, get all your chainsaw stuff done today. So watching you don't LSU have to do baseball it. tomorrow. Baseball tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. That's gonna be a good College game. World Series. Mm-hmm. Uh, hope you have a great weekend. And uh, thanks to all who uh, came in this morning. We appreciate you. One hundred one seven FM seven.